Down the Lines podcast with Tyler Hunt. You know, it doesn't make sense. He's out there. He's trying to get open, but he can't get open. Like, why is he still on the team? That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to Down the Lines, episode number 131. Today, I'll be doing an early LSU football whole uh, season preview, sort of. I'm going to keep this uh, short. Um, I want to go through kind of how Brian Kelly finished the recruiting class last year, where that ranked, kind of where the recruiting class is for this year so far. Um, Later on this week, I'm going to do a full recruiting, taking a deep dive into the guys that we could have coming in from last year who I think will be playmakers on this team coming up in 2022, who we are looking at for 2023 and where we stand in that class and possible guys uh, coming up. down the lines um, <laughs> in recruits. Um, this is going to be a very brief outlook of what the offense defense could look like later on in the upcoming weeks. I will be doing full offensive and defensive previews, going position by position, what the coaches look like, things of that nature. This today is just, where are we? Where are we? Last year, six and seven, not the best. Not the best season we've ever had. I guess it would be better than 2020. We went 5-5, five and five, so we won another game. We did play in a bowl, even though we didn't have but about 12 players uh, in that team go play Kansas State in the bowl. I can't even tell you what bowl it was because it didn't matter. Was it the Texas Bowl, maybe? But after that, Brian Kelly had to come in. As I said, we had like 12 players on the team when Brian Kelly became head coach. He had to re-recruit players that were on the team that wanted to transfer, and he had to re-recruit the whole recruiting class, and then after that, had to look at the transfer portal and where guys are coming in, uh, where we needed players at, where we were weak at. Defensive back, we were really, really weak. As you should remember, uh, Elias Ricks, Cordell Flott both said, hey, peace out. I'm going to Alabama. I'm going to Arkansas. So what did we do? We had to look in to the transfer portal. We had to find guys to come fill in those spots. And I guess that's where I'll start off is in the transfer portal because that's going to be huge. This year is going to be new names of guys who have played at familiar spots. We've got Makai Wingo coming in from Missouri. We've got... uh, Greg Brooks Jr., who we've seen plenty of times playing at Arkansas, a starter at Arkansas at cornerback, is now going to be one of your one of the guys you count on in your defensive backfield. That's part of the new transfer portal, part of the new uh, age of college sports, especially with the NL uh, NLI and uh, and all these different things, making it like the wild wild west. I mean, Elias Ricks left LSU, went to Alabama. That 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 would ne- that would not have happened three or four years ago. A guy from LSU going to Alabama, ex- 
a starter at LSU. Not even just a starter, a play, a possible top 10 pick, possibly the top corner taken in the draft, leaving after starting for two years at LSU, going to play for the enemy. That would not have happened. But now you give these guys a little bit of money. Alabama offers more money. I'm not saying that's what happened, but it probably happened. We know. But let's look at some of these guys that transferred. So, Max Johnson, your starting quarterback from last year, he's gone. So, who's going to be the starter? Is it going to be Miles Brennan? Who Brian Kelly had to re-recruit to come uh, play for this team and looked like he was going to be the one that got the ball um, in his 7th, 8th, ninth year of eligibility. He's been here since Les Miles was the coach. A highly recruited guy. He's, he had his shot in 2020, played well, got hurt. And that's when Max Johnson, TJ Finley had to, had to take over. Now, neither of those guys are here. One's at Auburn. The other's going to be at Texas A&M. So you're going to see both those guys this year if they play. But I think you have better quarterbacks on the roster now than those guys. I think Miles Brennan is better than definitely TJ Finley. And I, I would say Miles Brennan would beat Max Johnson. I, I don't believe that you have a downgrade in Miles Brennan. Plus, you have transfer in Jaden Daniels. That's going to be the the one of the number one questions is transfers coming in, playing Jaden Daniels. A lot of people think he was brought here to start. Think he came here to start. He started for three years at Arizona State. He is a player. He is a he is a baller. Beautiful deep ball. If you look at what he did in the spring game, didn't look very good. But it also just became part of the program. Just transferred in. Probably doesn't know the entire system. Not entirely comfortable with all the players. But if you look at some of his highlights from Arizona State, he can run. He's shifty. And he hit some good, like, he hit some receivers perfectly in in positions that other guys on this roster haven't been in. Down late to top 10 teams like Oregon or USC, uh, making big plays late against uh, a UCLA team in, uh, trying to come back. Does that mean he's going to play? I don't know. Does that mean he's going to start? I don't know. We're going to break that down whenever we talk about the quarterbacks later on this summer. You have other you have other transfers, especially especially in defensive backfield. Oh, we lost the whole defensive backfield. I I could almost not name a guy in the defensive backfield who came back this year. Jay Ward. Jay Ward came back. Ma- Major Burns is here, but he got burned a lot last year. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Hopefully, hopefully he's he, he he takes a step forward. But you got guys like Makai Garner. You got Joe Fusha, another guy from Arkansas. Greg Brooks from Arkansas. Uh, Seven Banks from Ohio State. Um, Jarek Bernard Converse, a four-year starter at Oklahoma State, an all-Big 12 guy. He's now going to be in your backfield. Your entire defensive backfield is going to be transfers, except for Jay Ward, as long as Jay Ward could stay healthy. You know what? I lied. I did not. Major Burns transferred in last year from Georgia, but he's been on the he he's been on the team. He stayed. 
you have some good freshmen coming in in the defensive backfield. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later on. You have transfer linebacker and Colby Fields, West Weeks, to help build depth there. You didn't really need depth on the defensive line. You you didn't. And then on the offensive on the offensive line is really the other spot where we were like, ah, do we need we need some help. And you got you you're gonna you're gonna have help. Miles Frazier transferring in, Tremont Shorts transferring in. Uh, Brian Kelly did his thing when it comes to the transfer portal. And if you look at the recruiting class, we had some guys already in the boat. He came in, he re-recruited Walker Howard, who decommitted. He recommitted. He enrolled. He was in the spring. He looked good. He looks like your quarterback of the future. Maybe not this year, but of the future. Will Campbell looks like he's going to step in, be your starting left tackle for the next three years, be a top five pick. You got a guy like Quincy Wiggins in. You got Demario Tolan in. And then, on signing day, reels in top 10 player in the country. overall Top 10 in the overall in the country in Harold Perkins. Everyone thought he was going to go to Texas A&M. Brian Kelly got him to come here. So that tells you something about the future. You know, you know Brian Kelly's going to be able to reel in some big recruits. If we look at, if we look at next year... Next year, he's got four or five recruits in so far. We're gonna have some big guys coming up. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have some big names. They they are on campus, and he's gonna have some big names commit to this team. Now, if you want to think, if you want to know where I believe we are going to be strong, defensive line and wide receiver. Listen to some of these wide receivers. You got Brian Thomas coming back, Malik Neighbors, Jack Besh. I mentioned Jack Besh third just now. I'm looking at one of these uh, depth charts online that kind of has – they have Jack Besh as a second-string wide receiver. Jack Besh is your starter. He's the best wide receiver on this team, not named Kayshawn Boot, who barely played last year. Kayshawn Boot barely played last year, played the first half the season, and balled out. You get him back healthy. He's with the team. He stayed. He was going to transfer. He was probably going to transfer to Alabama, but he stayed. You get him back. You get him playing at 100% with something to play for. You get this team, 7, 8, 9, 10 wins possibly on the season. You get them going to Alabama with one or two losses. They have something to play for. You're going to see Kayshawn Boot on the field, and you're going to see him ball out. And you have Jack Besh balling out like he did last year. You have some some of these uh, freshmen like Chris Hilton, Brian Thomas, Malik Neighbors. Do you have those guys taking a step forward as a sophomore like a Jamar Chase did? Maybe, obviously not Jamar Chase, but I mean, Kayshawn Boot took that step forward as a, uh, as a sophomore. Terrace Marshall took that step forward as a sophomore. Let Chris Hilton f- figure it out. Chris Hilton has been um, compared to an Odell Beckham as he played a lot of sports in high school. It took his freshman year to focus on football, figure out football, and then as a sophomore and as a junior, he balled out. Expect big things from Chris Hilton. He's fast, and he was catching every ball thrown to him in the spring. Wide receiver room is looking strong Again, wide receiver U is going to keep, keep going. And defensive line, remember LSU's defensive lines back in the day? 
2007 we were going to the national championship and you just it didn't matter who you named you knew they were going to play pro L- listen to some of these names that we have on the defensive line Jacqueline Roy he's picked he, he he's on uh preseason draft boards to go first round Allie Gay looks like a first rounder Mason Smith will be a first-rounder, not this year because he's just a sophomore. <laughs> we got him for two years. B.J. Ojolari, that's that's possibly your starting defensive line if, if they go with a four-man front. I don't want to face that line. And that's just the first four. You still got guys like Savion Jones, Jacoby Guillory, Makai Wingo transfer, another transfer that came in. You got Quincy Wiggins as a freshman, a very highly touted freshman coming in. Sony Fanua might be transferring out, but I, I don't think you're going to miss a step there. You're two, three deep on the defensive line, and a linebacker, you have Greg Penn, who's going to step up as a sophomore, Micah Baskerville still on the squad, Mike Jones Jr. with a whole year under his belt here at LSU. Your front seven could become dominant. Your back uh, your defensive backfield is the question mark because it's all transfers. But let the front seven dominate the games early. The defensive backfield, DBU, is going to figure it out in the long run. Now on the offensive line, you do still have questions, and you have some good, you have some good, uh, you have a great freshman in Will Campbell who comes in and looks like an SEC lineman. But guess what? He's going to have growing pains. He's a freshman. You have a couple of great transfers that came in in Tremont Short and Miles Frazier. You have guys who are returning on this line that, under Brian Kelly, you hope that they take a step forward. Garrett Dellinger, Cam Wire, Cardell Thomas, you hope some of these guys can finally fill in those star ratings that they had coming up. But offensive line is a question mark to begin the season. You know what else is a question mark? Quarterback. But I'm not really worried about quarterback because I think you have three guys that you could put out there and who are going to put up some good numbers. Jaden Daniels comes in as a, a as a transfer. He can run. He could throw a good deep ball. Miles Brennan, you saw what he did in three games in 2020. Garrett Nussmeyer, he threw for like 700 yards in the spring game. Now that's a spring game. I know. We'll see how he does in fall camp. But he's going to be a gunslinger. And... I would feel comfortable with any of them there, any of those three starting. So I I feel good at quarterback. Running back could be a question. You hope John Emery plays, and it plays up to the five-star status that he was supposed to be. Obviously, he didn't play last year, and that was probably a little bit on Coach O, a little bit on him. But if if he's healthy and can even come close to that five-star status that he was coming in as a freshman, you feel good with him, especially with guys like Armani Goodwin, Corey Kine, or Trey Badford back there behind him. Tight end's going to be a piece-together job. You don't exactly have a a, a great uh, tight end. We did get a good uh, freshman in, and Mason Taylor from Florida. I think he's going to be a good tight end one day. But if you look at this team, your defensive front seven could be dominant. And if your defensive front seven is dominant, your defense is going to be way better than it was the last few years. 
And if our defense was even partially better the last couple years, we're not 500 because the offense put up some good numbers. Didn't put up great numbers, but put up good enough numbers to be better than 500. With the playmakers that we have, a, a semblance of a plan on offense, which I think you will have under Brian Kelly, your offense should be top half in the nation. And if your offense is top half in the nation, you win eight games. At least seven. You you have a winning record this year. I believe this team can win nine games. I think it should win nine games. Ten is asking for a lot. It's possible. It's asking for a lot. Schedule's kind of tough. But it's it's not the most daunting schedule LSU has ever had. You open up with a Florida State team who's reeling. The other three games, non-conference, are W's. Easy W's. You pulled Tennessee from the East. Tennessee's a tough team, but I believe that if we can get the defensive backfield set, you can win that game. If you go... uh what three and three in the in the West beat Florida? That's eight nine wins right there. It's possible. It's definitely possible. I think I think this team eight wins should be the standard. Nine would be a good season, a great season really, and ten would be phenomenal. And that's not counting the bowl game. That's all I got for y'all today. As I, I went a little longer than I wanted to, but I I think we I think Brian Kelly has put together a good team. We have our numbers a, a lot closer to where we would want them to be. We have great players in a bunch of positions. We have some depth in some in some spots that we haven't had like linebacker defensive line. We have some depth there. We have more depth uh in the defensive backfield than we thought we did. We've always had great wide receivers quarterback anyone that goes out there can play. And I think it's going to I think we are going to turn some heads this year. And I will be, I will be back Thursday and I will be talking the recruiting class that we have coming in and I'll be talking more specifically of transfers I believe can make an immediate impact on this team. I think that's mostly in the defensive backfield. I will bring that to y'all on Thursday. And until then, I'll catch y'all down the lines.